ourselves the player we've been waiting for. We were bitching. We were complaining. Montgomery, you're a freaking cheap-ass motherfucker, but we got Nick Castellanos to go along with Kyle Schwarber. Oh, by the way, we still have the 2021 NL MVP to go alongside with this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is such a great day in Phillies Nation, and I got and I got to introduce the Philly song for this year, guys. Let's get it, guys. This song already was turned, but here's a bell. Let's go, guys. Let's get it. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into this Phillies talk. As you guys can clearly tell, I am lit. I am hype as all can be because the Phillies, not only did they sign two big players that changes the trajectory of our franchise going to 2022, but we went over the luxury tax. How many years? How many years have we been begging for this freaking ownership group to just finally spend the money to get us over that luxury tax? You spent the money on Mr. Bryce Harper. And what did you expect to put a bunch of Joe Schmoes around him and get to the playoffs? No, you got to spend the money since you fucked up and you didn't build a good infrastructure of a baseball team. This farm system has been atrocious over the past couple of years. There is only one way we were going to succeed. And you got yourselves not only big time players, but you got guys who bring an edge to this team. We talked about it how many times. The collapses over the past couple of years in September, it's not just the lack of talent. It's the lack of just a mental DNA, having that dog-like mentality. And you get a Kyle Schwarber who looks, let's just look at what happened, what he did for the Boston Red Sox himself in the playoffs last year. You get a Nick Castellanos who can absolutely rake. And these both these two are coming into a hitter-friendly ballpark as well. And Castellanos brings that edge. You see him play. This motherfucker is Philly as they come. And this is definitely a listen. The Phillies for a while, it's been mediocre. As, it's been mediocre, right? We finally got our first winning season last year, but this is the first time since maybe the Mets series this past year where the excitement is through the roof with the Philadelphia Phillies, and it is for a good reason. They finally did it, ladies and gentlemen. Woo wee! Here we go, guys. Here we go. Welcome on into Philly's talk, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Well, I'm you know what? I'm not sorry. You guys should be excited as well. This is a big day here for Philly sports, of course, with the Phillies as well. We got James Harden in Philadelphia. We got Kyle Schwarber in Philadelphia. We got Nick Castellanos in Philadelphia. This is about to be a city of champions. Let's go. Mess fan, you still crying? Braves fans, you ready? You ready for this 100? Well, it's not going to be 162 game, but 140 plus game season. Let's go, guys. Oh, let's go, guys. All right, guys. So in the comments, if you guys and you know what? Let's bring on some people as well. I'm going to put the link in the chat here as well. If you guys want to come on in, if you're excited as I am, definitely come on in and let's talk some Phillies baseball, ladies and gentlemen. The diamond is back. Let's go. Let's get it. What's up? We got YouTube. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We got TikTok. What's happening, guys? Share this out, guys. Let's 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 get let's get a bunch of Phillies fans. Let's get fucking rowdy. How about it, huh? Let's get him. All right. Well, let's let's talk about Nick Castellanos first. So obviously he's coming from Cincinnati. A five-year deal worth about a hundred million dollars. The crazy part about this offseason is the Phillies genuinely improved. We got some big bats in this lineup, but the best part about it is that with both of these players that you signed on, they are still less. You spend less money on Schwarbs and Castellanos than, than the Rockies spent for Chris Bryant. That is absolutely wild if you're asking me, guys. And yes, you did go over the luxury tax, but we just explained why you did that. But to be able to buy two big players to help this lineup and not get Chris Bryant, look, 
I keep it real with you guys. It's not to piss you guys off. I, I get how we are, are wired. I was the same for my whole entire life, but I like to keep it real. I like to dissect it. That's the weird, fucking crazy mind that I am. And and this is why I always tell Phillies, Eagles, Sixers fans to stay patient, be calm. Things will work out. In the end, there was a reason why we didn't go out and get Chris Bryant because it just did not make sense. And I was I was simply upset because your star player, your MVP, Bryce Harper, literally laid the groundwork for you to go sign uh, Chris Bryant. And eventually, we weren't going to outspend the Rockies. And it was the best move possible. That was probably the best move they've done this entire offseason because you have created a much, much well-rounded lineup than if you were to have Chris Bryant in here. I, I think that Castellanos brings a lot more to the table. Look, there are still some question marks with those teams, and, and this, this video is not going to be all hunky-dory. Again, I keep it real with you. We're going to talk about what are the other issues that are still relaying with the Philadelphia Phillies, but I think that this was some great work here for, for, for uh, Dombrowski. This is why I told you guys to stay patient as well. This isn't Dombrowski's first round at this. He's done this before. He did it with the Florida Marlins. He did it with the Detroit the Detroit Tigers. He did this with the Detroit Tigers and the Boston Red Sox, where everyone thought the Red Sox were done. He gave those mother efforts a World Series and a couple more years of competing baseball as well. He left that farm system in a good place. And now the this is the beauty of it as well, right? We have an opportunity here to compete within this division. I don't know if we're winning the NL East. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. We're, obviously, I'm excited, but again, we're getting back down to earth, right? I don't know if we're going to win the NL East, but we gave, gave ourselves a much better opportunity to win the NL East, and still, we have a better opportunity to make the playoffs because we got better, but also, too, that they have expanded the playoff field this year. But this is what Dombrowski does. He put ourselves in a great situation now, and oh, but, oh by the way, behind the scenes, He's still working and making this farm system better while we're trying to win up here in Philly. He and this this is the beauty of Dombrowski. So I, in in the next couple of years, I don't know how much longer Dombrowski is going to be here. I know he still has dreams of bringing baseball to Nashville, but he no matter when he leaves, he's going to leave this organization in a much better place than what Clintac left it in, and that is the beauty of this as well. All right, so how does Nick fit in with this team, right? That's that is kind of the main question, and I, I, obviously everyone's going googly eye of what what this lineup could potentially be. Nick Castellanos, alongside Kyle Schwarber, just by their bats alone, because I think that their voices are going to be much more of an impact than their bats are going to be, but. Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber, their mentality, their dog-like mentality is going to bring the most out of people, and it's going to alleviate pressure as well. Guys like Bryce Harper, who literally carried this team for the past two and a half months last year, he's going to feel so much more relieved. He's going to go out there and play Bryce Harper ball. Alec Bohm. I think that Bomi's going to be the one that contributes the most out of this. You don't have to put him in the middle of your lineup there. You can put him closer to the bottom. You can surround him around some good batters as well. And I think that Bomi's going to contribute this. Now, look, I don't know what the defense is going to look like for Alec Bowman. I saw he got an RBI uh, uh, ground out yesterday against the Tigers in, in, uh, in the spring training. But I think that for Bomi, this is the best move for him going forward in his career. But look, a lot of different options you can go lefty right lefty right if you if you like but you but my my opinion i think that you start off with schwarbs at leading off i i like the utility bat that that guy has he can get you power he can get on base whatever you kind of need of him he can do and i think you start him off at, as a dh and you have him starting lead off behind him gene segura 
You don't move, in my opinion, you don't move Bryce Harper out of the third spot. Bryce Harper won the MVP in that third slot. You keep him there, and, and I just I just don't see why you move him out there. You, you, that, that's your top of your rotation. I'm sorry. Schwarbs, Segura, Harper, your top three. And then after that, it, it gets even more fun. I think you go Castellanos at the four slot. That's just me personally, but you can definitely go Reese Hoskins there. Again, the options are freaking endless with this hitting lineup, but I think you go Castellanos, Hoskins, JT Real Muto, and then at the, the bottom half there, obviously you're, you're going to have um, Alec Boehm, uh, we also have Odubel Herrera. I mean, everyone's kind of forgetting about Odubel Herrera. Um, but the the lineup is is and I'm oh, sorry. Let's go. Didi Gregorius, Alec Bohm, and Odubel Herrera to round out the starting line. So again, Schwarbs, Segur, Harper, Castellanos, this is pretty great. Hoskins, Real Muto, Didi, Boomer. Oh, Duval! dude, this is going to be a great line. But again, you could do a whole other bunch of different things. And of course, guys, in the comment section, let me know what you guys think the lineup should look like as well. But it, it, it that to me is what the best part about this. And look, again, let's get to the, some of the negatives. This lineup should be able to put up some serious, serious. You got four guys who could potentially put up 40 homers or more. Hoskins, Harper, um, Castellanos, and Schwarber are four guys who can hit over 40 home runs alone. That is freaking incredible as well, right? But the negatives being, obviously, this is going to be a, a bashing lineup. You got bats all over in a hitting ballpark as well, but still worried defensively. I'm still worried about that left side of the infield. Didi and Alec both coming off of pretty down uh, fielding seasons. Obviously, in center field, Odubel, I'm not, and I think Odubel also is probably going to contribute a little bit to this, but it is going to be a platoon center field, and I do hope that Matt Veerling, who I, you guys know me, I I'm, I was raving about him last year, I really hope that he can step up and take over center field, but regardless of who it may be, center field, um, it is still a question mark. Odubel's fielding is much more of a question than his batting is. I mean, we know that we can get around a 260 batting average from Odubel Herrera, and that's not terrible for what we already have in this lineup. But for Matt Veerling, I want him to take over the center field position, and I think that he could be a he could be a 280 batter, in my opinion. Obviously, last year he ended the year with a 300 batting average, and that's not realistic, right? That's not really sustainable for this youngster here. He just had a really good ending. He really stepped up when we needed him to. That's why I love Mr. Matt Veerling, but... Um, I think that those are some of your question marks that you got going forward uh, in the and then of course your pitching. I mean, obviously we have Cy Young, the Cy Young candidate in Zach Wheeler, but after that you got some question marks with the four others in your rotation. Aaron Nola, what are we going to get from Knowles, right? What what are we going to get? Is it going to be the same crap that we saw last year? Or are we going to see some that 2017-2018 Aaron Nola? And if we can get anywhere similar to that 2017-2018. That's going to be pretty good to go on your third or second slot there. Obviously, Zach Eflin. I love Eflin. I, I know he has the arm to do this. I know he's a really solid third option. But the problem being is he has issues just staying healthy. And can he stay healthy? That is something we will wait to see as well. I love Kyle. Kyle Gibson is a question mark as well. He came into Philadelphia, the trade deadline, and it kind of went downhill a little bit. And Ranger Suarez, really the question for him is can he do it again? Because the way he ended last year, that was great showing a nice lefty. And I hope he can continue that. And of course, the bullpen. I mean, this bullpen has been a question for God knows how long. And so can that continue? Can Jerry's familiar as the Brad hands add on to this bullpen? 
Uh, and that, that's going to be another question mark as well. So every listen, my here's my concern is if this if this lineup right is not hitting the way we all know can be, can the pitching keep can can it, can it sustain it? Can it hold up? Can it hold it down for the batting for the batters? Because it, there are going to be days, and we saw it last year where the bat the batting just wasn't there at times. Remember when Reese Hoskins went down last year, right? And we 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 just did not have the same power that we were batting with in the middle of the summer with Reese Hoskins in there. And so those are some of the question marks that I have. And we're just gonna have to wait and see. It's gonna obviously it's gonna be a long season, so we will wait and see what uh, we can get there. But I'm excited, guys. Overall, I'm excited. I'm ready to get this season started to see what these guys can do on a day to day basis. But we have ourselves a contender and God damn it. This is so much fun. This is going to be great. All right, guys, I'm going to get to some of your comments, questions, concerns. We got the backstage open for you guys. I saw that chef say wanted to come on here. I do apologize. My brother, chef's kid. I know he's excited with our boy. Uh, his boy, Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. I know he's excited over there, but we, I got the, we have the link in the comment section here on YouTube. If you guys want to come on in and give us your thoughts, we're going to start going backstage and bringing some people on here. So let's start off. Let's bring on my man. We got the Philly Sports Talk podcast in the building. What's what going on, doing? El Parcero? How you feeling, brother? Are you excited, man? Honestly, I could not sleep. I mean, because I... Because after I was up at one o'clock in the morning recording my video on the Nick Castellanos sign, because which is funny because I actually I follow I think it's either his mom or his wife on Twitter that yes. she she was dropping so like you knew like as soon as like she was dropping subtle hints to, for him to come to Philly. It's just like <laughs> like the fact that we did that and finally the first time in franchise history to pass the luxury tax threshold, um, it's something that it's like you love to see it. You know, I mean. Like, and I said this to my morning show too. Like, I don't think I have a feeling that Don Browse is not done. I feel we're going to find a way to get more. I, for me, I would not mind to get another a, a potential starting pitcher or maybe get another few bullpen arms and maybe like a back, like a decent center fielder because there's a lot of other good, decent free agents out there on the market in terms of, you know, how do you want to go about it? Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and what I will say too, uh, the, the picture on Instagram. Him on the steps at the art museum with the Philly sky. I think that's really what did. I said things. What everyone that's what it saw that. Dude, that picture is gonna be living in infamy in Philly sports, brother. But now it, it's it's so excited, and he kind of I feel I feel like he's a type of athlete who's going to understand and get this this uh this team. I was watching this morning, um the the clips of last year when he was with the Reds and he was going at it with the Cardinals pitcher. The Cardinals pitcher hit him in the arm, and then he he comes back into home and he beats the pitcher who's trying to get him out. I think that might have been Jack Flaherty. I think that might that might have been Jack, yes. Jack Flaherty. And he like he got, a, got he got it in his face. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's an infamous moment from him. But it's just like someone like of Nick Castellanos' caliber, obviously coming from the Reds. In I did kind of talk about how shady that kind of organization is in Cincinnati, and I feel like the Cincinnati fans deserve better than the, what they're doing. Um, but that's on another time. But the fact, and I said this too, like if we can get what you familiar, how good familiar wasn't back in 2015, 2016, we can get that from him and give what we can do. And the fact we have at least a better closer and look, and I love Alvarado to death, but the issue that worries me is his command. The stuff is yeah. there. It's just the location. Um, yeah, Brad hand is another, it's a, it's a question mark for me, but if he can bounce back, which I think a lot of some of these players are going to, are going to have a bounce back year yeah. and 
Noel is one of them because I was very, I was one of those many, very few that were very critical on him. But if he does not bounce back, would you ever consider having put him on the shopping him around and like give him a change of scenery? That was the kind of the idea. I that's kind of what I've been asking myself. Like, is there any, is there, is there a possibility that they might move on from Noel? It's like, like it sounds harsh at first, but it's like, and then you look at it, it's like the last couple of years were not the best, and it's like. 2017, 2018 is like, yeah, it might that might be an understanding at times. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so a couple. So I, I think for myself, I, I'm willing to ride into the season with the starting rotation. Honestly, my big listen. I, I I'm knocking on wood right now. I'm believing that Aaron Nola can can bounce back. My bigger question mark is Zach Eflin because oh, absolutely. Because I, I was talking to Key in the building about this uh, yesterday. And that and I exactly the exact same thing is is was it a knee injury that caused him out for the rest of the year? Knee tendonitis, man, and that's oh, that doesn't just go away. That no, and that's seeing that's what that's what worries me because of that. And that's what I said too. Like that is that injury, and I talked about that. Said the exact same thing too. It's like if he didn't, because I like what I saw out of Eflin. Yeah, Grant was short size for that knee tendonitis. I mean, he I know the kind of stuff that he has. Um. It's just, I just felt like that was unfortunate for him. Um, but yeah, that is the big mm-hmm. question mark, though. Same with you, like you said, and we kind of hit around the head. I like Kyle Gibson, but that is a huge question mark as well. So that's why I, I was just saying if Kyle Gibson doesn't work out, go watch, go try to at least get a grab another starting pitcher or try to reach in your farm system, at least try to at least grab somebody because it's like, yeah. And obviously, when it comes to first base, I mean, obviously, we don't let Schwarber as a below average defender. Um, obviously, the DH, I feel it's going to help out. I think another guy I really have high hopes for and he follows me on twitter is that's Derek hall and i like what i saw out of Derek hall and the kind of power that he has yeah 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 no absolutely now here i'm looking over some of these uh still available pitchers um i i think for myself i'm looking more towards bullpen help um i'm like i said i'm gonna ride into the season with that starting lineup and obviously you know if we we got once you know obviously gibson's another question mark as well we just mentioned noel and uh, efflin uh, but if if we if one of those guys aren't it, then yes, I'm looking at the trade deadline to kind of find another starting pitcher. But um, we there's still uh, Andrew Miller out there, Trevor Rosenthal, Drew Smiley, Dylan Patances is still out there. Oh, oh my boy. God, uh, Zach Davies, Scott uh, Scott Casimir. So there's still some options. Jay Happ is still the out there. Scott, I'll say this: the fact that Scott Casimir is still in the league is still very surprising. Damn it, John! The fact John that we, we we beat his ass, in the, and I remember we beat his ass badly in the OA World Series. I remember that clearly. Our boy Jason what? Voorhees throws out Johnny Cueto as well. John Lester's still on that list too, man. <laughs> no, I thought John no John Lester retired. Uh, did he really? Okay. They still yeah. I'm on uh I'm on spot so, track ooh, here. Yeah. I mean, Cueto I wouldn't mind because he was just funky as hell, but I like I like what I saw of it. But he's at times could be another question mark because he's another guy that had a hard time staying healthy on the field. You know, it's just like one of those things that's like Andrew Miller, I would not mind having because if he had added another lefty into the bullpen, because that's something we should at least take at least take a chance on. Definitely Trevor, Trevor Rosenthal too at the same time because he was because he was the one guy I'm preaching say sign his ass because we need someone like that as a closer. Or I know it was kind of a stretch, but like try to trade trade for Josh Stomar from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, those are definitely some definitely some good options. Philly Sports Talk Podcast. Where listen, you're doing a great job out here, my man. Where can people find your beautiful work, brother? Plug I mean, pretty, in, um, pretty much you guys can follow me at the Philly Sports Talk Podcast. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter and Instagram, you can check all my videos. I made like almost 400 of them because we're 
<laughs> yeah, been working, but but yeah, I mean, made three new Phillies videos, which that's kind of been my biggest, you know, view grabber. Um, yeah, awesome. you guys can check me out there. We're on the road to four hundred, which is hey, fresh, yes. kind of nineteen, yeah, nineteen away from four hundred. Um, Make sure you guys subscribe, man. Yeah, that's something that you guys want to check check out. Um, so you'll see what, me again. What's up? Yeah, what's the, what's the content looking like these days? Are you just doing Philly Sixers, Birds? Philly Six, fix, Philly Sixers and Eagles, because I have no knowledge of the Flyers. They are absolute garbage, and the <laughs> Union it's like it's fifty fifty with me. That's all good. Now I, I, I like asking around. Uh, look, I, I do think that the mindset right now in Philadelphia, everyone is obviously super excited now for the Phillies. Obviously, Sixers, Eagles will never die. No, that, that's that's one thing we'll always know. Um, <laughs> Flyers, like you said, listen. As someone who watches every single game, it is so rough to watch. It really is. And and listen, Union, we're we're grown. We're we're still a young team, and it, I I I believe this could be a five sports city, and I'm going to keep doing that. But I I get it, man. I, I'm not forcing it on anyone. But I'm I'm here. If anyone's if anyone everyone's ready, I'm here for you. So that's all it is, man. <laughs> yeah, Philly absolutely. Sports, Philly Sports Talk Podcast. I really appreciate you coming on here, my man. And dude, right, go no celebrate. Let's do it, man. <laughs> World Series, come on, let's go. <laughs> Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on in. If you guys want to come on in, we have the link in the comments. We got some, we got some time here. You guys are more than welcome to come on here and get. Get excited with us. Let's go. We got DSM Media in the building. First time ever in police history that we went over the luxury tax. How about it, ladies and gentlemen? How about it? Let me get to some of the TikTok uh, comments here. I don't want to neglect y'all. What's going on, guys? Uh, Billy, what's happening? W free agency. Let's get it. Even better if they can get a reliever. Yeah, listen, we just talked about it with the Philly Sports Talk podcast. Um, it would be nice to add on another uh, arm into this bullpen, and I think that would be best suited for this team. I mean, you're already over the luxury tax. What is a couple more dollars going to hurt, right? So I, I do agree with there. I appreciate you coming on in, Billy. We got Soccer Tim in the building. What's going on, Soccer Tim? What is happening? I appreciate it, brother. Uh, and Nolik, and Nolik, if you stay tuned, we we got a roundup of video. So after this, we're gonna come back on. We're gonna preview the Union versus NYCFC today, which is at one o'clock, and then we're gonna do our Eagles talk, some big Eagles news. Uh, Howie Rose with Fletcher Cox talk. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that if you guys want to uh, talk some birds as well or Union. Uh, Jers guy, that was a great Instagram pic. Are you talking about my personal one? I appreciate that, my man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I'm excited, man. Show should you guys. What's up, Juan? Juan's in the building. What's going on, guys? All right, let me get to one more comment here. Um, Flyers, by the way. You think we somehow are still in it in as a mystery team on charge story thing, maybe trading DD or something? Philly Eve, I great question. I personally do not believe we are in on charge story. If we were, first off, look, here's the thing. First off, DD's money is hard to move around, right? He he's coming off of a horrible season. And he's an older player to move on is going to be really difficult. Maybe I've heard the Padres possibly because of the Fernando Tati situation. That could be a possibility. But if they do get rid of Didi, I think they're more inclined to bring up Bryson Stott to be the everyday shortstop instead of throwing big money at Trevor Story. I mean, they're well into the luxury tax. I think now, Philly, if you see some signings from the Phillies, it'll be to add an arm to the bullpen. 
Uh, maybe another utility guy, but I think they're more concerned about the pitching staff because look, I mean, just look at the lineup. We just talked about it here today. You got four guys that could probably hit over 40 home runs. So I think we're good on bats right now, but the defense is a bit of a concern. I think, and Trevor's a good shortstop. I mean, he's a solid defensive shortstop, and that's definitely something we can definitely use. But yeah, listen, the one thing too, Eve, is that this is all exciting, right? We're signing players. We're, we're getting big time players to come in here, but good baseball teams don't usually build through free agency. And we're doing that right now because the last thing we want to do is waste a generational player like Bryce Harper's prime away. So you're going to go out and you're going to sign some key pieces, but it, we don't have to go too overboard. You still want to build this farm system, which is something that the Dombrowski and, and company are doing while we're still winning up here. So this is the beauty of what's going on right now, but it'll take some time for sure. All right, let's go backstage, guys. Again, we're going to keep it all related. Let's start off with my man, King Washington. Can you see what he's got us here today? What's happening, brother? What's up? How are you? I'm good, man. By yourself. I'm good. Just living. That's all you can do, my man. What's going on in, in Shy City, man? Um, We're going to the World Series. That's as much as I know. <laughs> I know we signed a couple guys. Um, I like I the Stroman really... signing. Who? Marcus Stroman. Yeah, I remember him. He He was good, right? Dude, he's one of my favorite non-Philly players, man. He's got the yeah. swagger like none other, man. He's gonna be fun in Chicago. Yeah, I, I, I've been getting a lot of notification that we've been looking. I mean, we've been signing a couple of people. Um, I don't know too much about baseball. Um, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chris, we where did we Chris signed, Bryant go? Chris Bryant, listen to this. Chris Bryant went to Colorado. I think it was a eight or a seven-year, one hundred eighty-two million dollar deal. We signed both two former Cubbies as well, Schwarber and Castellanos, uh, for uh, a combined a one hundred and seventy-two or seventy-eight dollar deal. So we spent less money on two players than the Rockies spent on Chris Bryant, and the Rockies are about to let Trevor Story go. So uh, the Cub, former Cubbies, man, they're getting bought. They are getting bought, man. I know. What about um, Rizzo? Rizzo signed back with the Yankees. He's he's back with the Yankees. Um, they traded for Donaldson, and they also traded away Luke Voigt, who I, from my understanding, he got into it with uh with Rizzo. Uh, I don't think Luke Voigt is the greatest of people. He was like going at it with some of the prospects, being a little kind of a dick, to the lack of a better term. So, uh, he's heading to San Diego now as the Yankees traded him away, man. But yeah, your your former a lot of Cubbies all over the league, man. That's good. That's good. Absolutely, man. Aren't the Yankees going to be like, aren't, isn't their like lineup good though? Like they're supposed to be really good. It's always pretty solid. You know, they always spend money. They always try to find a way to, to get it better. Because what, what Yankees fans say. They still have Judge, right? Aaron Judge? They still, they still got Aaron Judge. Um, The issue with Judge right now is there are still some vaccine mandates in the city of New York. Mm -hmm. And it appears as if that he's not vaccinated. He's kind of doing the questions. And so that could be an issue for the Yankees if he can't play. In New York. So it's like what it's like what Kyrie's doing. Right. Uh, yep. Kind of what Kyrie's doing. Yeah. Man, so he'll sucks. he'll probably be able to play away games. Um. Possibly. Uh. Be on the dugout because I know Kyrie right now is allowed to be on the sidelines. Um. But yeah, that that could be a, a question mark. And obviously, the Yankees do need Judge. He's their their biggest of the bats that they got right there, man. That sucks. I I don't know if it's just me, but like, isn't like every other state just like. 
it, everyone's got their different ways of handling it. I, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I, I think it's weird that not everyone gets on the same page with it. But I mean, for me personally, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I, I listen. If, if you need me vaccinated, I'm, I'm going to do it. But obviously, that's your decision. You know, it's yeah. you, you have the right to do that. But I mean, it's the- weird, yeah. At the end of the day, they're making millions by sitting in the dugout or the bench. So, <laughs> pretty, pretty much, man. <laughs> pretty much, man. Awesome stuff. Watching, I appreciate you coming on here. We're gonna keep it moving, here, brother. But hey, you take it easy, my man. All right, you you keep hold it down for Shy City, brother. I will. King Washington, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it. All right, let's bring on Don Rafael. Curious to see what Don Rafael's got to say. What is happening, my brother? Oh, uh, yes, Marcera. How's it going? Um, I'm feeling excited about the well, the spring training season because right now the baseball is back, and there's a lot of things that I had to do about it because, well, all these, well, the free agency and about the contract, it was so amazing to see Freddie Freeman with the Dodgers of with Los Angeles Dodgers because I'm um, free Freeman was well the franchise player for all these times at Atlanta Braves and now he shows yeah. up to it Los Angeles Dodgers and wow that was very important and of course that because well I'm a Yankees fan in case of the Yankees sign travel story how would it come about it Dean feels gonna be like congestionated and the other part, which Carlos Correa, which is well from the Houston, for the Houston Astros, he signed it for the Minnesota Twins, like three years and 100, 100 millions with a cluster extension of the first two years. He's gonna win thirty five millions of salary for you know, for a most infielder. So, and at that time at the time, um, Braves and Dodgers had a, like in a rock, because right now. Because right now they had a like a they like the feeling they have like so much power in this bat. And right now, Nick Castellanos is signed for five years with 100 millions. He had an amazing campaign with Cincinnati Reds. He bat us with 34 home runs and 100 well clean 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 careers. And he just in his average was amazing. His average is stunning with 309. And wow, what can I say about it? And of course, um, Enzo Rawls with Sunny with the red sauce. He inquired for the um limit um limit exchanges right now. And there's so many things about the baseball because right now baseball is back, but he but all these headlines and all these news right now, he just floating about the free agency and of course the new inclusion for the players. Man, that was really awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Don Rafael, we appreciate you coming on in here, man, and giving us that great insight. And he, listen, baseball is really packed right now. We got so much news coming on in here. Uh, and Don Rafael giving us that awesome insight as well. Uh, it, it's, it's an interesting time because we obviously went through a lockout. And once that lockout ended, it was, you know, rushing to get all these players signed. And I really thought that those big players that Don Rafael mentioned was going to be signed at the beginning of it. But the players being very strategic with it. And Carlos Correa paid here today with the Minnesota Twins. Interesting what's going to happen with Minnesota. Um, but it, it, it's definitely going to be a great time to see where Trevor Story signs as well. Let me get some of these comments. We do have to hop off here, guys, because the union are about to start in a in just an hour. So I'm going to run through some of these. 
We got DSM Media in the building. It's hard to say. Be say, be patient, fans that have been waiting since 2011 to compete. Castellanos plus Schwarber over Bryant. Yes, but uh, as always, uh, I don't know who was running DSM Media, but as always, ladies and gentlemen, things that, that doesn't just because we've been going through frustration over the past 10 years does not mean we have to rush this process right now. I've also been part of that drought as well, but I also understand that these negotiations are very lucrative and don't just happen right away. So a little patience goes a long way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the American League lineup in the NL, we now have to look uh, at upgrades in starting pitching. Uh, maybe we can pull off a trade. I think that right now the pitching is going to stay as static status quo, and we'll see uh, what, what the starting pitching can do in this first half of the year. Uh, Alec Bohm will have a bounce back year. He's capable of hitting 300. Okay, let's get it. And being surrounded by veterans will keep him an opportunity to play with a no-stress environment. And that's kind of what I said as well, that I think Alec Bohm is going to contribute from this very, very well. Could he have a Tyrese Maxey type of an impact? No, I'm not going to go that far because Tyrese has been balling out. But I do think that the stress relief is going to be big for him. And I think for myself, I'm not really worried about his bat. I'm more concerned about the fielding because we know that was a struggle for him this past year, man. Awesome stuff. I think DD is now a deaf trade candidate with Stott ready to come up soon. Uh, yeah, and I think that, listen, there's an option now in, in San Diego with the Padres. If there's some injuries that are happening, DD's obviously a big left bat. That could be an option for some of these teams, but I don't think it's going to happen right away. I think that's going to take some time. Curious to see if he is here past the trade. I would be surprised if he's here past the trade deadline, to be quite honest with you. And I do see them giving Stott an opportunity in this first half of the year. And if he comes in and he performs, DD, love you, pero adios, right? What's up right now? What's going on, man? Phillies are stacked. They're not done yet. Let's see what else they could do here. I still, I still, I still feel bullpen piece. We'll see what what the, they do get, but I still feel that bullpen piece. Um, someone will want Didi, who still has some name value there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, also, we need to find a catcher, move JT to first, and put Reese at DH. Extends JT's career. Give Reese his bat to focus on and give us a future catcher. Maybe do it very few games for right now. Um, I, I'm not in with that move right now. I, I think that JT, is, it, don't forget that JT is the best catcher in baseball for a reason. I understand extending his career, and I think that maybe in a couple of years, that's a possibility that you can run with, but you're just not going. Would you move Pat Mahomes to wide receiver? Like, honest, Pat Mahomes is probably the best quarterback, but uh, if you wanted to get, like, I, I'm trying to find a better, uh, better um connection here but my point is is you just don't move the best at that position to another position because you want to extend his career i mean that's kind of scared play no uh but i do understand your your sentiment there but for right now and and the thing is philly Eve, like jt will dh this year i think that you won't see jt back there every single day and also don't forget about Rafael Marchand. That dude came in and he took advantage of those opportunities that he had. And I think he's ready to be a backup catcher in, in the major. So I expect a lot of Marchand and expect to see uh, JT hitting, or going in at that DH spot every, one, every now and then. Yeah, the versatility, it is great, man. It is absolutely great. I love it. So many different options. Ranger Suarez, let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, Salvi, thank you so much for coming on here. I appreciate it. All right, guys, we're way over the 30-minute mark. Appreciate everyone coming in. Baseball is exciting. And more and more we get closer to the season. We are April 7th is the start of the MLB season. Closer we get, we'll have some more videos, any news 
Um, of course, we'll have previews and all that good stuff as well. So thank you so much for tuning on in. I really appreciate all the love you guys showed to me over the last 35, 36 minutes. We'll be back in just a minute. If you are a Union fan, stay tuned. We're going to preview the Union versus NYCFC, which is at 1 o'clock. So stay tuned for that. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys, let's go, Phillies. We got Castellanos and Schwarz. Let's get it.